Hello everybody. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Bites. My name is Danish and I'm here with Abbas and Vebhav. Hi guys. Hey Danish. Hello, hello, what's up? How's it going, Vebhav? You sound uh, down in the dumps, but are you all right? <laughs> all good, all good. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. He's the only one of us who doesn't have an S22. <laughs> you don't have to rub it in like that. <laughs> yeah, so um, I don't have the S22 Ultra. You guys have the S22 Ultra and you've had it for... I, I about... don't have the Ultra, just a correction. I just have okay. the Plus. I'm not the privileged one. <laughs> well, you've got the S22 at least, right? <laughs> but okay, okay. so you've had it for how long? A week? Uh, yeah, no, more so. now. Little more, over a week. A little over a week, yeah. Okay. And we can't uh, reveal the exact dates, unfortunately, but yes, a little over. <laughs> that. That's fine. That's fine. So what do you guys think of the form factor? I guess Danish, uh, the S22 Ultra, that's the biggest design change. Yeah. Yeah. So um, first and foremost, like everywhere I go, people are just like, oh, so how's the new Note? Um, I, I really have no defense for it. It is. Uh, I use the Note 20 Ultra for a very long time. So for me, this is kind of going back to that. I personally have issues with the form factor because of the curved sides. I think okay. it's time brands just understand that curved sides are done. Just finish it off, man. Um, apart from that, I love the fact that it's nice. You know, it's got that clean rectangle. It's not curved the way the, uh, the 22 plus and the 22 or like iPhones are. I love mm. that it's got those edges. It's a nice big like rectangle slab. And uh, it's the nicest form factor in terms of providing you a great Android experience. That's what I would say. Fair enough, fair enough. What about the Plus then? I actually really like it as far as design is concerned. I think the biggest thing that Samsung's done is symmetry all over. So the top bezel and the bottom bezel now mm, match nice. along with the side bezel. And that looks really, really nice. It's um, Look, I mean, they haven't done anything that's over the top, right? I mean, it's just one of those simple design that works really well because it looks right it just looks right i like the flat edges it feels right it's it's nice it's not rectangular like danish mentioned the note is it's more curvy very much like the iphone uh, but right. it's it's basic but it's nice basic you know it's, it's really nice basic and i'm glad that they've sorted the issue with the screen bezels around where you know in the previous ones they've always had a larger bezel at the bottom versus the top so mm -hmm. from that perspective, I think it look it just looks nice. It feels like it's a well thought out basic design. And have you ever thought or maybe um, wished you had the S Pen support on the Plus? No, I'm not an S Pen user anyways. So okay. but, you know, I even when I was using the Note, the old one, the Note 20 Ultra, uh, it was nice to have. But I think uh, the number of times that I pulled the S Pen out, I could probably count it in one hand. <laughs> okay and uh, danish so i, I yep. have this I, i've always like used notes and i've loved notes uh, yeah but using the s pen is something that i did occasionally maybe rarely didn't do it like daily mm -hmm. do you use the s pen daily with the ultra or is it just a novelty that you use sometimes so funny enough um digital notes right in this format have been something i accepted a very long time ago so i've I take notes in some form on some device or the other. So for example, my, my most recent device was the iPad mini. I had it at all my meetings. Right. I took it everywhere with me. That has been replaced by this note. 
That mm. being said, it's not the same experience because the iPad mini is still a tablet, even though it's just whatever, eight inches. Um, mm -hmm. It still gives you that notepad or notebook writing experience, whereas the S22 Ultra is much smaller compared to that. That being said, I genuinely think that the S Pen has come to its, I would say, to, it, to its point of perfection, where okay. the entire usage is so nice that you can adjust and write a little smaller. And like today I was in a meeting, took about 10, 12 points on it, uh, obviously not full sentences, but I think that someone who buys the Note shouldn't, sorry, <laughs> see, I did it myself. Someone who buys the S22 Ultra shouldn't do it just because it's the best out there. They should do it because they need the S Pen. That's fair enough. And you've, you've definitely noticed that it's less latency. Have, have you noticed that? Or? Definitely. I've, I've not enjoyed the S Pen this much ever. So the one okay. thing I found quite interesting on what you just said was that uh, the screen size on this uh, S22 Ultra is what, 6.7, 6.8 inches? Eight, and yes. The 6.8. And you mentioned the iPad mini, which is like a little over eight inches, right? Correct. I mean, when you're just thinking about it, it's just a little inch, inch and a half difference. But I mean, it makes such a big, massive difference. If you put the two together side by side, the iPad Definitely. mini looks a lot larger, even though you know, speaking just from a, just strictly on an, uh, you know, the yeah. numbers side, it doesn't it's, feel like it's going to be that much bigger, but it is. It's, it's different aspect ratios as well. So that definitely adds to it. But yeah, that, that eight inch factor makes such a big difference because, and I know I'm going way off topic here, but when I use the Z, uh, Z Fold, any of them, one, two or three, versus the Xiaomi Mi Fold, which is 8.1 inches when opened up, that felt like an actual tablet in my hand versus the, the Fold series that still feels a little on the smartphone side, that. if that makes yeah. sense, you know? Yep. So the crossing the 8-inch boundary definitely has that effect. But what about performance? Now, um, this is the first time we've had Snapdragon, is it, on mm -hmm. all these devices across the board in the UAE? Yeah. Right. And you guys have used uh, flagships in the past from Samsung with Exynos. Have you noticed anything different or is it just, um, you know, I... just a mental satisfaction that it's Snapdragon or would you have liked Exynos? Okay, I'll go first on this one. Um, look, honestly speaking, I haven't seen huge performance difference. That being said, I still have the S21 Ultra with me and I don't find that slow from any angle, you know. I think the phone performs quite well for me, even almost a year down the road now. Um, and the S22 doesn't really feel significantly faster. Uh, not that it needs to be significantly faster, but it doesn't feel significantly faster either. So okay. if, if you're asking me if the phone feels faster, I'd say no. Does that make a difference? No, not at all, because I think even S21 Ultra was fast enough for me. What about in right. terms of like efficiency, heating up day to day? Nothing. No, does I haven't I haven't seen heating up. Uh, the only time where I've seen the phone stutter a bit is with the camera app. So sometimes it can take a second or two to snap a picture, especially when there's okay. like different lighting conditions and stuff like that. That's the only time I've seen it kind of struggle a little bit. But other than that, it's just been fluid. It's been fast. It's it's you know, it's pretty much like any other modern phone out there today. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the. The whole thing, and this has been my argument when people ask me about Snapdragon versus Exynos, and they obviously have asked for years now, is that the 
I get it. Um, YouTubers, uh, all people like us, journalists, everyone, everyone's doing their job by comparing the fact that a Snapdragon to an Exynos is not the same. But it also comes to down to the fact that it doesn't matter to the daily user. And that's something that I think people need to kind of know and keep in mind very importantly when they buy these phones. But for me personally, I did notice slightly lesser heating up and I did notice definitely better battery performance. I'm okay. getting way more battery life on pretty much the same usage because my Android phone is always my second phone. It's my work phone. And I'm noticing way better battery life, even though I've been constantly on the phone, whether whatever it might be called, usage on the internet, emails, all that stuff. I definitely have noticed better battery life. Interesting, interesting. And cameras? The camera's fine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, the okay. one, it, it, it stutters slightly, especially during lower light and stuff like that. Now we've got different camera, right? I mean, I've got the 50 megapixel one. and then Yeah, the that's very camera. interesting because mm-hmm. the yeah. Plus has, mm-hmm. I think, arguably a bigger change in terms of like yeah. actual hardware. Yep, exactly. So the camera is okay. I mean, it, it it's fine. It takes decent pictures. Uh, it can be a bit slow for low light shots, but low light shots are nice. Where I am slightly disappointed is with the video in lower light. If you keep it on auto, the frame rate drops quite a bit. So remember mm. how Samsung said they have this thing where... Yeah, we discussed this. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, I mean, in lower light conditions, it, that drops significantly and you can see quite a bit of a choppy video. I don't know if I want to call it choppy. But, uh, you know, you can easily notice that, yeah, it's, it's definitely a lot lower from a frame rate perspective. So, so yeah, I mean, it takes excellent shots during the day, but then every mm-hmm. other phone does. It takes extremely good shots during the night, slightly on the slower side. And right. uh, video performance is fine also, but just night video performances where I would have liked to see a little bit more. Okay. Right. Any of you guys try like optimization with social media, Instagram, Snapchat, anything like that? I haven't, no, but uh, let's yeah, let even, take this one. Even with uh, me, I, I haven't tried it directly um, in the sense that pictures I've taken have been uploaded onto social media. Right. But uh, but no, I to be honest, I haven't specifically looked into the optimization part. That being said, Samsung hasn't given me a problem with that because before this, I was using the S21 FE. Mm. And even though that has a subpar or let's say, it's, say an averagely decent camera, um, I had no issues because I did. I, I went to one of the one event recently, and I kind of took some video for that, and it was perfectly fine. So from that perspective, I'm. I, I think Samsung's on par and okay. Um, as far as my camera experience goes, uh, I haven't experienced stutter significantly. I did notice where I had a second where I was like, okay, this is a bit slower, but not to the point where I'm like, oh, I'm sitting here and waiting. That being said, I did like um, small things. So I use one of the reasons I love a Samsung phone is the pro mode, Um, especially in the kind of work we do with product photography and stuff. The pro mode turns out so nice to take some shots. Uh, Pro mode was really good. They've tweaked it a bit. Small, small tweaks you would only notice if if you've used it. And like focus rings and stuff like that, working really well, really smooth. Uh, another thing I was very impressed by was macro mode. Macro mode, like I, I went on and took a picture of a plant, of a leaf, of a plant that's smaller than my nail, and it got that shot and it got it really well. So I'm, 
I'm decently impressed with macro mode because while the iPhone, for example, the 13 Pro Max is taking some good macro shots, it's under certain conditions. Right. Whereas this one was just a random shot in my balcony on a cloudy day. And it was pretty good. It was pretty impressive. Um, funny enough, I did my regular hair test with portrait mode and uh, it did better, but still not as good as the iPhone. But uh, okay. but on the overall, I think anyone with an S22 anything from the series is is going to be fine with the camera i think i don't think anyone's going to have major issues because unless someone's really like buying it to let's say i don't know shoot something professionally hmm. and you mentioned battery life uh, mm-hmm. battery life what what sort of screen on times are you getting because one thing that i want to address is mm-hmm. whenever someone switches to a flagship Right. You inherently think that you're going to sacrifice on battery life because lower end phones with a flagship processor just give you better battery life. This, of course, yeah, is a quad HD plus display as well. So what sort of battery life are you getting? And is it good in your opinion? Is it average? Both okay, Abbas so, and yourself. OK, so I'll go first on this one now. OK, so, you know, uh, Web, have you known this about me for ages? I don't like to look at screen on time. I just don't i don't think it's the same for everyone and it differs for me the easiest way i can give this to you as an example is in my last three phones that is the phones that i review my work phones in the last three phones so that would be um the samsung z flip the s21 fe and then with this big boy the s22 ultra i've noticed that the s22 ultra so i've gone into the battery settings again and again and i've noticed it has a decent amount of battery management happening. The the apps are constantly updating on which one's working, which one's not, which one needs to be managed. And right now I'm on 18% after two whole days. So now I'll, I'll agree on this front. It wasn't heavy camera usage. It was light camera usage on the first day. But um, I did a I did a small I did a bunch of shooting with it yesterday. Uh, I've obviously used it for all my emails, all my work, all the social media, um, whether that might be uploading or scrolling. Mm. And it's given me two days. Now, I'm not claiming that this was heavy usage. I'm just like trying to describe my two days. But definitely, um, I've enjoyed the battery life. Yeah, so similar experience for me as well uh, when it comes to battery. Again, I use it as a backup phone. It's not my primary phone. Uh, It has some apps but not a whole lot of apps it uh, i've done some video shooting with it i've done some photos from it and uh, again probably lesser use than danish i would say and what i found quite astounding was that for me it lasted almost three days which is crazy (laughs) because again even for backup phones that i normally put other you know other phones from that perspective they would go a day day and a half Possibly right. two days. This one's okay. stuck over two days. Okay. So really good but, life. But, but, but something that we have to mention here is that, uh, which I actually just realized uh, when you said three days, is that our phones, our review devices, um, un- the 5G is not working on yes, them right now because unfortunately we got um, US units yep. and With 5G doesn't seem wave. to be working on them. Yeah. So mm-hmm. 5G definitely plays a factor. So definitely three days, I would say, would not happen. But I'm estimating that a person, even with medium to heavy use, could get about a day and a half with this. Easy. Like, I think it won't be iPhone 13 Pro Max good, 
but it'll be a good phone where someone doesn't have to worry about battery life. Yep, agreed. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, yeah, we, we're not connecting to 5G, so that possibly has some effect on there. Well, definitely has some effect on there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, still solid battery life. Hmm. So the general consensus is pretty good. Now, I wish I could chime in with my opinions, but <laughs> <laughs> I can't. And it's it's nice that I've got to hear from you guys. One question that I missed out, uh, the Ultra mm -hmm. specifically. Design right. change. Uh, the camera is now completely different in terms of look. Does mm -hmm. any dust or lint accumulate in like those ridges? Oh, I'm so glad you asked this. So definitely much, much, much lesser. Like, yeah, you turn the phone around and it looks mm. so nice. It's a matter of one little wipe away and it's gone. It's not, I, I know exactly what you're asking because yeah, yeah, those yeah. big bumps used to have these ridges where like there'd be a collection of dust which wouldn't just go with a little blow yeah, away it, or whatever. It would just stay there forever. Yeah, so definitely I think um, this time the new camera bump is great. And man, it's just so nice to have a phone that's almost flat with no bump but still have this like peak camera performance. Uh, I'm sure the, you know, the guys who make those 0 0.3 millimeter cases, I'm sure they're going to love these phone, this phone. Mm -hmm. It'll look good as well. It will. It will. All right. So I guess this is sort of a good point to wrap up. Uh, yeah. We've talked about everything in terms of the S22 series. I guess mm -hmm. for anyone who's just looking for a good all-around experience, any of these phones will cut it. We don't have the S22 regular, do we? Yep. No, we don't. we don't. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'd say it's a so, solid Android phone, but I will add that it's unexciting. I mean, yeah. there isn't anything about it that stands out for me, at least on the S22 Plus. But having said that, it's a solid Android phone. It, it's good. If on someone wants, level, but, yeah. If someone wants a small Android phone, it's probably the way to go. Yep. So yeah, that's been the Samsung Galaxy S22 Ultra opinions uh, review usage after mm -hmm. one week. Um, mm -hmm. The S22 Plus from Abbas and the S22 Ultra from Danish. Yes, sir. Good performance overall and happy, I guess. That's that's the right word. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I think it's just one of those that remember back in the days where they said that you can't go wrong buying an Intel computer. Right. You can't go wrong buying a Samsung phone now. You know, I mean, if, you're getting, if, yeah. if you're going for an Android, Samsung it is. Agreed. All right. Socials, where can people find you guys? All right, so I'm uh, Dan Talks, D-A-A-N-T-A-L-K-S, across social media. Okay. And I'm Aja Farelli on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm Vabhav Pradeep on Google.com. Thank you guys for <laughs> tuning in. And we'll see you guys in the next one. <laughs>